Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. This is a bit weird. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is really weird because uh, we've not done this for so long. that We're going to apologize now before we even start the show uh, because it's been so long since we did this. Goodness knows what is going to happen. This could be a car crash. Uh, but we're back. Disney Brit is back. Uh, we are episode 232. We've not recorded since, I don't know, there's been at least four Star Wars movies that have been released since I think we last... Uh, recorded but we're gonna say hello to the team this evening oh where should we start let's start off with hello kitty hello long time no see how weird is this good evening john oh i was on mute i'm not used to this i'm not used to this <laughs> john you're on mute press the button down and there we go and susan good evening susan long time no here no time no here yeah true and gareth isn't with us this evening he can't he can't make it but uh we're all still here anyway this honestly has been a long time coming we've talked about this for some time uh planning preparing all of that stuff to to return and finally we're here um and yeah we we kind of um went away for what was it gonna be close to two years at least the whole of the pandemic yes at least all of the pandemic and we're kind of going to explain a little bit about why and what happened all that sort of stuff this evening um the idea really today is to i keep saying this evening i always forget we record this nobody knows when we record it and i I've, see i told you it's gonna be a car crash we kind of just wanted to reintroduce ourselves who we are what's going on we wanted to uh talk a little bit about why we went away uh we we're going to talk today about our unpopular opinions since the pandemic since it all kicked off and also what our Disney plans are for 2022, although I think Katie's probably got a bit of an edge on us already because she's already done goodness knows how many things this year and we're all playing catch up, but that's all fine. There's not a problem. It's all fine. So um, I think it's probably best if we introduce herself. Uh, that would be good. So uh, hi, I'm Adam. Uh, this, this sounds weird. Sounds like I'm in some sort of help group. Um, I have been the host of this show since... Oh, I don't know when now, 2010, about that. No, 2008, in fact, it was. 2008. Uh, and we've had uh, all sorts of things going on in the 230-odd shows. Uh, it's lovely to be back. Obviously, big Disney fan, along with everybody else here. So uh, so that's me. So, Katie, let's hand over to you. Katie, how are, who are you, and how are you, and what's going on? Hello. So, I am Katie, and I've been part of Disney Brit for, I don't actually know when we all started, but I started around the same time as Susan, John, and Gareth, and it was a few years back now. It has been a little while. Um, and yeah, I'm from Newcastle, as you might be able to tell from my accent. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure you'll all have a lovely time making fun of my accent, as you always have done. Um, and yeah, I'm just a huge Disney fan and I have been since I was very small. My first Disney trip was when I was seven and I've kind of been a bit obsessed with the parks ever since then. 
Um, big Parks fan, big Disney movies fan and big MCU fan. So lots of opinions on all of those things. And I've been to Disneyland Paris countless times, Disney World lots and lots of times. Not been to the Asian parks yet or California, but they are very high on my list. So hopefully in the next few years, we'll get to some of those. I didn't, I didn't realise until now how we've got the most widest range of accents with everybody. We've got Katie with a, a Geordie, we've got John with his Scottish, and then we've got Susan, who, yeah, full on, full on Essex. Go on then, Susan. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. <laughs> oh, Susan's, Susan's crashed. <laughs> I told you it's going to be a car crash. Susan is literally, I can see on my screen, Susan has frozen mid-wave. Uh, which is a bit weird. Uh, so we'll come back to Susan in a minute. Let's go to John. Bye, Susan. <laughs> Didn't take long. Come back to us soon. Yeah, yeah go ahead, John. Uh, right, well, I'm John. I um, Yeah, I joined the, the team around about, well, not around about the same time as Katie, and it was definitely the same time as them. Um, I remember doing my little tester show with Gareth. Yes, uh, yeah. Fun. Um, and I am the probably I am the parks fan as well. Um, I'm your Disney Brits resident Disneyland um, aficionado. That is my park of choice. Been to Disneyland Paris countless times. Been to Disney World a few times, but I've been to Disneyland many, many, many times. So I am the resident Disneyland aficionado. Uh, so Susan's just sent a group through to, uh, a message through to the WhatsApp group that's just said, "My laptop just decided out of nowhere to do an update." So uh, knowing how long it takes Windows to update, could see in a couple of years, but it's fine. Uh, so she managed half a show, not even that, but that's fine. Uh, and then we've got Gareth. Uh, Gareth uh, joined at pretty much the same time as everybody else, like John said, when uh, he came and did his, uh, his sort of first show with us. Um, Gareth is the most local. He's about, to me, he's about 10 minutes. He lives about 10 minutes away. We never knew each other before we did the show. I was going to say, that's all relative. Know, he's very not really, local to me. Really, really weird. He's like 10 minutes up the road from me. Uh, Gareth is our, uh, what do you call him, our resident pessimist? Uh, his yes, yes his resident pessimist and resident phantom manor hater. I'm about to say his, his favourite attraction is the haunted mansion, and uh, yeah, that's about it. But Gareth, hopefully, will be with us when we return again. Um, just so everybody just sort of knows what the plan is going forwards uh, with all of us guys, we're planning on doing a show once a month initially, just to get ourselves back into everything with everything that's going on. Uh, with obviously Disney sort of getting itself back on its feet now and everything's starting to come back to life um, then we're going to be sort of doing it monthly and then we'll go from there and uh, and, and see what happens basically that is the plan oh Susan is back Susan is back hello Susan absolute chaos absolute like chaos yeah well this is the show the show is absolute chaos that's why we're here that's what we do uh, would you like to try and uh, introduce yourself again let's see how far you get this time I want to make it quick just in case it screws up again. <laughs> right. I'm Susan. I'm from Essex. Hiya. So I'm obviously probably also going to get my accent picked on every now and then. Fan oh, up. days never. If you're a long-term listener here, you would know. <laughs> um, I also love Disney. My favourite movies, Aristocats, because I'm a cat lover. Sorry to the dog lovers out there. Um, I studied performing arts at university, so every now and then I'll probably burst into song. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, currently, right now, I'm in the process of planning my wedding, so it's chaos even there. Right. So, 
what I love about uh, Susan as well is obviously this is an audio podcast, so you won't know. But currently on screen, she's gesticulating like she's on television, and I think it, no one's yeah, I waved at you guys, thinking, <laughs> "Yeah, you want to see me wave?" <laughs> she's waving at the screen the whole lot. It's like this is not Gogglebox. Uh, this is definitely a podcast. And she's wearing ears as well. She is also wearing ears. This is true. Actually, are you? Method. method. It's all in the method, I think guys. You're the only one wearing something Disney right now. I, don't think I did not get anything. the memo that ears no. were in the plan, well, and think... my ears were all upstairs. So. I've not worn out yeah, and I'm my sister's bringing <laughs> ears was I... not part of the packing. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on! Like, I saw, I, I just put my ears on for the intro, and I saw Katie going, "Christ, have I got ears around? Just around me, just everywhere, anywhere." Alan, Alan, I did look around because I thought ears, I might have had a stray pair next to me. But a I have stra- actually put them all away. It worries me you have a stray pair of ears just so. <laughs> oh, there's many stray pairs of ears in this house. Many. <laughs> now, what I need to know, because obviously we also, we have all of us lot that are involved in the show. Uh, in the background, you never hear from them, is uh, Katie's Alan. Now, I need to know, is Alan in the bath? Um, He's actually not in the bath. Right, let's uh, change. <laughs> It is very unusual. He does usually use our recording time as bath time, but he's actually got a friend staying this weekend, so oh, they're cool. watching. They've been watching football, I think, and rugby all day. So. Football's a real thing, yeah. You sounded like confused. Yeah, football wasn't a thing. thing. <laughs> so not in the bath, but he usually would be. And you might hear Gwen every now and again. She pops up. Uh, she's currently watching, I believe, uh, Mediterranean Below Deck. Uh, so uh, she'll be busy for a little while as well. Anyway, why uh, why did we go away? What happened? I don't know whether anyone sort of wants to take this, so everyone doesn't get bored of hearing my voice. But about why we sort of we we sort of went away when it happened. Anybody? Go on, Katie. She took a big deep breath. Oh, go on, John. Uh, Somebody. John jumped in. John jumped in. Just it just all ended up happening that a lot of things were going on in everybody's lives, and it all kind of just hit at the same time. People were moving jobs. People were getting promotions. And it all just kind of hit at the same time. And then we just kind of found it really difficult to find the times to kind of all get our heads together. And then it was one of those things where the longer it went on, yeah, the more we were a bit like, oh, okay. I think, okay. I think the pandemic as well kind of chucked a big spanner in the works, didn't it? Because obviously a lot of what we've always talked about is being about trips and mm-hmm. you know sharing trip planning advice. And obviously all of that just kind of came to an end very, very abruptly. So we kind of felt like it was best to just take a bit of a pause, kind of regroup a little bit, a bit of a shared trauma that we've all been through. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but we're kind of coming out of that now. From so my point of view the time as well, right. I, my main job is a teacher. And uh, when we went into lockdown, we were literally told, you've got 24 hours to turn around how you're going to teach from home and nothing else. And that literally took over my life. We went from being, you know, going to work and doing this stuff in the evening and reading about Disney to suddenly having to change the way I do my job, and just as much as everybody else did. And the more and more that took time, the less and less time we had for Disney Brit. And then, like you say, the parks closed. Nobody was going on trips anymore. There was no Disney news coming out because nobody was able to do anything. And it just got to a point where we sort of didn't really know when to restart. We uh, we did our um, our House of Games special. Uh, mm-hmm. Well done, that? Katie. That was about a year into lockdown, I think, wasn't it? And uh, yeah. we obviously did that. And we always talked about coming back and wanting to do it again. And every, every now and again, we'd talk about it. And we were like, is it right yet? Is it not? And then I think about a month ago, Katie finally collared everybody and said, right, get on Zoom now. We are sorting this out. Uh, and that's ultimately what happened. About a month ago, we all got together. We all decided we were going to come back. We decided we were going to do it at the end of February. And, and here we are. And we're now at the point where parks are starting to reopen. Um, 
all of the sort of Disney movie schedule is getting back on track. There is, you know, Disney uh, stage shows and things are starting to to come back again, and um, things are starting to turn to normal. So that was the point that we went right. I think it is time for us to return and decide what it is that we're going to do. So the shows may not be as long as they used to be. They might be a little bit shorter. This one probably isn't going to be anywhere near as long as some of the ones have. We were also looking through, I think, some of the old shows that we did, and there was like some shows where we waffled on for like an hour and a half. So those of you who listen to them, thank you very much for staying with us because I'll be honest, <laughs> we really did waffle. Um, some changes now, how you can get your shows, uh, and this is a massive changes. Did it beforehand? It was basically iTunes. Uh, your Apple podcasts and that sort of stuff, you can now get them through Spotify, through Apple Music, the lot. So you can, and I did this the other day and it freaked me out. You can ask your smart device, whichever it is, your smart speaker, I'm not going to say them because we'll end up ordering stuff for people, um, to play the Disney Brit podcast and it or the Disney Brit radio show and it will play it for you through your smart speaker in your kitchens and all sorts of stuff, which freaks me out. Susan is a gog. Uh, look at this future the problem is though the kids in our house now have this habit of just saying it on purpose just so I don't like listening to my own voice they're like we're going to play it now it's like no stop it this is not funny uh, so that's all good all the kids at work have learned that I do it uh, the amount of kids that now know which is great because they all listen to it and then try and take the mickey and it fails massively but there you go so yeah you can listen to it on, on, on your smart speaker and all those little bits and pieces which is things that have changed uh, in time and yeah it's really really cool so that's ultimately where we're at. So let's uh, move on to our first kind of plan section for today. So what I wanted to do was, um, with so many massive changes that happened in the Disney company throughout lockdown, with them removing things, adding things, changing things, those sort of things, um, I wanted to get people's unpopular opinions on Disney since COVID. Things that Disney have done that everyone's like, most people aren't necessarily going to be happy about this. Uh, but we're going to do it anyway and we're going to share it. So I've got a couple uh, here and there. So I don't know if anybody wants to share with their one of their unpopular opinions. I'm quite happy to start. If you'd like me to, it will upset Katie greatly. Uh, but I'm quite happy to start with the first one. Shall I go? I'm intrigued. Okay, I think right. you should go for the first one. So unpopular yeah, opinion. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Encanto. No. Oh, you didn't like oh, it? Sorry. Already, but, right, honestly, no. Already, no. Right. So obviously, I didn't, well, I didn't watch it in the cinema. Um, some people at work had watched it, said you need to watch it. I was like, oh, okay, fine, I need to watch this. Then uh, everybody, no, nobody talked about Bruno, uh, went to number one in the UK charts, and I heard it, and I was like, okay, right, fine, we better watch it. Uh, and bearing in mind, people were saying how like the music has become more popular than Frozen and all that sort of stuff. I thought, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna sit down and physically watch it. I don't get it. I, I really don't get what's so amazing about it. I'm sorry. The music, right, okay, yes, Lin-Manuel Miranda's written it. I listened to it, and half the time it feels like it's the songs he didn't put in Hamilton because he didn't have time, and he just changed the words and put them into Encanto. The story doesn't really go anywhere, if I'm honest. Uh, the I, I just, I can't, someone's got to explain to me what is so amazing about Encanto, because I do not get it. How many times have you actually watched it? Once, that was enough. Once was enough. See, this is your first problem. You need to watch it again. This is number one problem because I've watched it about three times now and every time I watch it I notice something that I didn't see the last time and it gets better and better each time you watch it. So 
I think I feel like you are going to have to watch it again and come back to me no, and really let not. me know no, if no. any I'm, of these opinions. And I'll be have honest, changed. the biggest reason I watched it is because of, and we'll come to talk about this in a little while. What I've got coming up in just over a month's time, I thought I need to know just in case there's anything that crops up, then I'm going to go. I don't know what this is, uh, but I honestly like I just no, I don't get why it's. Am I, am I the only one? I don't know. Is John, Susan, and I? No, I ran a poll on on our Twitter. Um, and I just said, you know, it's controversial, but some people love it, some people loathe it in the Disney Brit team. What is it for you? Are you in or are you out? And hundred percent of the people that voted voted that they loved it. Well done, Disney. So it's just correct. very, very, very much on your own there, Adam. That is very much an unpopular opinion then from Adam. So I'm, I'm correct then. <laughs> and I've never opinion. ever ever seen in a poll where it's been one hundred percent of the people vote one way but a hundred percent of the people that voted voted for yes okay they fine okay uh, well you know it's unpopular for a reason but i think you need to revisit it and watch it again i take your point about the music because obviously it is lin-manuel miranda and he does yeah. very much have a style oh and i like his style i like the music yeah i like his style but i i just yeah i don't anyway it's not his best well, is it any particular songs that you don't like or is it just like the whole lot you just don't get no, it no there's no particular songs i don't like uh, oh I, I also need to mention while we're talking about music and things like that i noticed john you never responded to my message which was you saw bed nods and broomsticks in musical what did you think you went very quiet i thought i did respond no and i understand why now um Anyway, oh, I thought I was visually, Bedknobs and the Boomsticks the musical is amazing. Musically, again, it does fall a little bit flat. The second half is better than the first half, but anyway, that's I'm not. Is that talk... your is that your controversial? That, no, that's opinion. not my no, controversial Disney opinion. We took the kids. The kids absolutely loved it. The, our two girls, our youngest, who are eight and ten, sat with their mouths wide open the whole time, um, and it, yeah, stunning visually. But I don't think it goes I to agree. the West End. I don't think I it thought... goes to the West End. Visually, it's fantastic. The, the, the tricks that they do to make the bed and stuff fly and, yeah, and all the special effects are great. However, certain scenes massively let it down yes. and they've taken some creative license with the the plot a little Yeah, and it really irritated me. Yeah, I'm the same. I wanted a football match. It didn't happen. Not even that. Not I, even that. The ending, the, I wasn't a massive fan of either. The end scene where they're doing substitutionary locomotion could have been way better. Yes, true. And then the way they've kind of reworked the ending, did not like that at all. I thought no. that was absolutely stupid. No, I didn't like the ending either. I thought it was awful. Anyway, Katie, sorry. You're sat there going, where have they gone with this? Uh, I don't know. So I, feel like until? I feel like you that's mean... a controversial opinion because uh, I've only seen people say great things, but oh my God, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I didn't love it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I was exactly the same. I thought it was okay. The reason it, it links Katie is because Encanto and Bedknobs and Boomsticks are all centered around magic. So, therefore, they mix together and it's Disney and it's got music in it. So, you can give me a confused look as much as you like. This is the first Tenuous, show back. But the link say is what there. we like. Anyway. I'm uh, going to set you homework, Adam. Your homework after this yeah. is to go away and watch Encanto again. I want you to watch out for Bruno all the way through because Bruno is in it in pretty much every scene. You just don't notice him the first time round. Um, so play spot the Bruno all I, the way through and see if you enjoy it more. I'll tell you now, I didn't do my homework when I was at school. I'm going like to do it now. But if you are listening, kids, how makes it important, please do it. Otherwise, you get in trouble with your teacher. Right, Katie, uh, what have we got? Unpopular un opinion. My unpopular opinion, which I don't actually know how unpopular this will be, but it's kind of unpopular with me. 
is that I don't think I would recommend for people to stay on site at Disney World anymore. What? And I was My always, God, no, I agree with that. I was always a diehard, stay on site, has to be a Disney hotel, has to be part of, stay in the bubble, all of that. Okay. And I actually think with the changes that Disney have made over the last kind of year or so, especially as they've started to open up following the pandemic, I, I just don't know if it's worth it anymore. And I think the next time that I go to Disney World, I might for the first time ever be looking at staying off site. What? Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, this is a... There's just so many things. I think I wrote a little list of all the things that have kind of changed or gone away and it's massive. And when you add up the actual value of those things, I don't know how they can justify the price anymore of, of, of staying on site. So you've lost, at the moment, there's no Dynam Plan, no. which is a massive pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is rumours that that's going to come back, but as of well, right now, This is the no thing that Dynam Plan was replaced, wasn't it? With so much per family per room. Because we looked at this as a possibility for this summer for taking the kids with us. I hope they're listening, they're not listening to this. We looked at taking the kids to Disney World this summer for our main holiday. When we looked at the dining plan, how it worked out for five of us in a room and how much we got, it worked out as nine dollars per person per day towards food. You were like, well, what does that get you? Probably like a Mickey bar. That's about it. No, it gets you, yeah, it gets you a Mickey bar and a churro, and that's you. That's yeah. basically it. And a bottle of water. Water. <laughs> If you're lucky. Water. If you've got a bit left over, it could be a bottle of Fanta. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. So... so I think Dynam Plan was a massive perk, and it was one of the main reasons that I would have stayed on site every single time. But with that not being there. So you're yeah, thinking what, like gonna... Villa, Car Hire, or? I think maybe International Drive could be oh, okay. a potential option um, for me. I did that years and years and years ago, like when I was a kid, um, and haven't done it since it's, it's always been kind of on-site stays but i think that could be a, a real option usually when we go to florida it is just the two of us um so i feel like a villa is maybe a bit of a waste for us but if you're in a family group then yeah. I, I definitely would be looking at villas now, um so john you're saying the same when i went when i went a few years ago we stayed at point orlando um and of course there's loads to do around there yeah. so i would recommend if you're staying in international drive stay around there Okay. Yeah, same. I, I always sort of do like uh, one week on site and then one week at Point um, or International Drive so that gets close to Universal. You can even stay in the hotels that are on Disney Springs. Is it called the Wyndham the the Hotel? Garden, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they still get you early access or late at early access into the park, but they used to. So even staying on the So are you discounting kind of like the Wyndham and this is the Holiday Inn and all those like down there towards Disney Springs way? Or are you saying Disney Resorts themselves, you're kind of thinking about not doing um i think it's mainly disney resorts themselves and it isn't just because of the dining plan there's a whole list of reasons um i think one of the other big ones is the transport thing obviously magical express yeah. doesn't exist anymore yeah, yeah, that's yeah. our paid for option and if you have a car you have to pay to park at the hotels now so actually transport's a bit of an issue whereas if you stay somewhere off-site you can probably get a free shuttle bus in and that's going to save you probably quite a lot of money over the cost like over the length of your holiday also, things like extra magic hours aren't a thing anymore. So there's early entry, but that's only 30 minutes. And there's extended evening hours on a nighttime, which might be quite good. But these are only for the deluxe resorts. So if you stay in a value or a moderate, you don't get any of that. So I feel like that's even less appealing think, to stay in one of those. Do we think this is permanent or do we think this is pandemic? I think they might phase some of it out post-pandemic. But I think some of it could be there to stick, I think. 
because um, I think they're kind of testing the boundaries of what they can get away with at the minute. That's what it feels like. They've kind of yeah. stripped away quite a lot of the benefits and it's it's almost like they're testing to see what's going to cause the most outrage and what's going to be the, the thing that actually stops people from booking. So I think some of this will slowly come back over time, but I think some of it's gone for good. And as of right now, I just don't think it's really a viable option. Okay, fair enough. Uh, John, go on. What have you got for an unpopular opinion? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh it's a big one. Go on. The Main Street Electrical Parade. Right. They're bringing it back at Disneyland yeah. again. It needs to just die. It now. needs to just die. They need to take that, dismantle it, sell it, hang draw quarter it, and ship it around the world. It's just... <laughs> So old and tired, and they've got the paint the night parade sat there just yeah. gathering dust. And then once again, they're like, "Oh no, let's ship this out again." Let's even with the new ending, admittedly, the new ending's got Encanto in it. But even with the new ending, I, okay, the, oh, that's the only thing that intrigues me is that they've given it a new grand finale for its 50th anniversary. That's the only thing that intrigues me. But it's just let it die for God's sake, let it die. I've got to admit, when you've got paint the night sat there in a garage and you've got that coming down the street i i can see the issue is this but it's it's big anniversary isn't it so is but, it but then stop saying it's going away forever if you know that it's never it's not going away forever so what you're saying is... i agree with that bit i don't think it should go away forever but if they're if they're not going to send it away forever they should stop saying that stop they saying are it's I, agree with yeah, that. That's true. I just I think it just needs to die now you can't kill the Main Street Electrical Parade. You can. It's a part of so many childhoods. Yeah, but Disneyland yeah. is not a museum. It's this is not, true. The nostalgia is, 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 true. is too great. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And to be fair, take Main Street Electrical Parade over no nighttime parade at Disneyland Paris, for example. I would take Fancy, an I would old, take... out-of-date one any day. I'd take Fantillusion over Main Street Electrical. I did love that parade too. So, yeah, I maybe. Illusion, but yeah, Main Street Electrical Parade, kill it with fire <laughs> or water. Or water. <laughs> right. Okay. So Main Street Electrical Parade needs to go up in flames, a little bit like the dragon. Uh, go on then. Oh, let's mention that one. Uh, that's when was that? Two thousand and eighteen. So Uh Susan. Um, I've got a, well, is it an unpopular opinion? I guess it depends whoever sort of likes that franchise. Yeah. Very new popular, uh, unpopular opinion. The Star Cruiser, nah. I'm not really, it's <laughs> not a vibe for me. Well, I've seen people's stories and it's just, it feels a little bit too like weird that it's all kind of enclosed. Cause obviously you can't see out. It's all kind of that sort of stargazing vibe. So like no wi no windows, no doors kind of feel. <laughs> <laughs> you mean IKEA is what you're telling me it's like, yeah? <laughs> the videos that I saw of people line dancing and playing Star Wars bingo were what kind of final nail in the coffin for me on that. I totally agree with you. So, like what a waste of money. So let's catch Why would I pay up. five grand to play bingo? Let's I, catch I people up a little bit on this. So we're talking about the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser, which is a Star Wars 
it's not really resort. I don't. It's, it's an experience where you can go and spend several days there. It's like five to six thousand dollars a person, um, and it immerses you into the Star Wars environment. Uh, you go. You can take part in missions as characters you meet. You get a secret entrance into Galaxy's Edge. Um, so, for somebody who is a Star Wars fan, this is like the ultimate experience. Um, but it's not cheap. That's it's not cheap if you are a Star Wars fan. Like that's the thing. And it seems uh, because I've been following this quite uh, closely recently, and it's really interesting to see just how many people had once the trailer had come out just how many people had started to cancel all their reservations because they're like no this is just not and we've seen things in the background so this this special spacecraft you're supposed to get into that takes you from the star cruiser to galaxy's edge from what i understand it's basically like a kind of modified security van am i right thinking that or have i misread that that's what i thought it looked like as well that's yeah i think you're right so i I'm really torn because I really like Star Wars and this would probably be a real once in a lifetime experience but I'm with you Susan on five six thousand dollars for this it's just no not at all I, yeah I can't in the food because I was looking at people's blogs and uh, in Instagram like the food actually looks really amazing like I love when Disney go wild and something different and it looks like it came from that world yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. <laughs> absolutely, but I just yeah. <laughs> so that kind of leads me on to my controvert. I've got one more, and it's this is quite controversial. Um, I've got to be careful. I say this. Okay. Um, don't listen to anything Disney vloggers, Disney podcasters, and Disney bloggers are saying about galactic star cruiser ignore all of it i think and, a lot of people share your opinion and on this, this became quite apparent when i realized who was on the list for the recent press event because disney marketing is very good at manipulating what it is that it wants to go out and the people it wants to invite and what i realized was a lot of the people who were invited to the recent vlogger event were people who are making money from being a vlogger or a blogger or a podcaster and disney are and, and you know if they upset disney they lose exclusive access to a lot of things therefore the revenue that they get from doing that they lose as well so disney have invited all of these people to go to this exclusive event that's happened over the past few days and they've instagrammed all this amazing food they put videos out about this that and the other and people have said how amazing it is etc 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 but because they know if they don't that Disney marketing will strike them off a list and they'll never get invited to go to any of these things again and ultimately affect what it is they do. So there's a slight bias to it. And, and don't get me wrong, they've been put in that position because Disney marketing have put them in that position and the PR people have put them in that position. But I genuinely have ignored everything that has been said about Star Cruiser since uh, they've had that event because I know that none of it is going to be unbiased because they're not going to be able to and they've sort of been manipulated so they can't. I'm going to wait for a week, two weeks down the line when Joe Public has been in and stayed there and come out and told us exactly what it is. Or somebody has gone and said, I've been and stayed and I have paid out of my back pocket to go and do this. And this is genuinely what I think. So it's not that I don't think that those vloggers, podcasters, whatever, will have valid opinions when they do things because they absolutely do. 
but right at this moment in time I'm not listening to a word they're saying because I genuinely can't tell you the truth for fear of what Disney will do to them is that controversial I don't think it is that controversial I think there's, <laughs> there's quite a lot of chat on social media kind of along these lines isn't there? there's a lot of discussion yeah. on Twitter especially um, which yeah I've been kind of the same I've been following along what everyone's been saying and it is one of those kind of it's like a double-edged sword Absolutely, isn't it because yeah. it's really it's great that they get this kind of early access and they get to like show a bit of a sneak peek at what there is on offer but equally from from what's kind of been discussed it does sound like there's quite a lot of pressure on them like you say to only talk about the positives um so yeah it will be really interesting to see when the kind of real reviews if you like start to come up that show the pros and the cons because actually i, I want to see someone like you say who's paid for it yeah like tell me if they really do feel like it's value for money because from what i've seen from the videos even though the videos that i've seen have all been really positive what i've seen so far i don't think it's worth the money um so Ooh. i'll be really interested to see what people who have actually paid for it themselves Absolutely. do think about it john you keep your ear to sort of twitter and stuff like that what have you what have you seen just exactly the same thing. Um, there just seems to be very much a vibe going around social media and, and on Twitter as well. And even on TikTok, to be fair, um, where a lot of people are just saying it seems unfair that these people cannot post their genuine thoughts through fear of being punished by Disney. Um, and a lot of people are saying, you know, I'm not going to listen to exactly what you said. They're not going to listen to what I'm not going to name the names, but what he, she, they are saying, they're going to wait until the general public have gone in, they've paid their six grand, Absolutely. and they've come out and gone, yes, do you know what, it actually was worth it, or why did I pay that amount of money? I've seen a couple of little Joe Public videos on TikTok um, of like certain kids yeah. getting... An what looks like an incredible, incredible experience. But I still don't know if it would justify paying six grand. Oh, it, I don't think it matters how much people tell me it's amazing. I'm never paying six grand for it. There's no in a million years. And, and the, the one is... I today was a little lad getting recruited by the First Order. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, the, the leader of the First Order that's on the, the Galactic Starship, or whatever it's called, um, he recognizes this kid the whole time um and okay. it's just it's, it's really brilliant and you can see the kids having the time of his life and uh, uh, for a parent to be seeing their kid having that experience it yeah. must be amazing yeah but does justify the cost well how many families are actually going to go you know how many people can afford for all four people to exactly. go and do it it's just, it's, and it's not like you grand. can adjust the time i think you're only there for what time they've got set which is like three nights absolutely yeah you know? that's it yeah oh, do you know I want to go, like, we've all got the money. We've got, we're rich. We'll go for a week. No, it's only that set time that you're given. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yes, there we go. That's my controversial one. Uh, where are we going? Let's go to Katie again. What have you, have you got any more? I actually don't. Oh. I, I, I thought quite a lot about this that whole one. staying on site or off site. So I actually don't think I do have that many controversial opinions. That's fine. Because I'm really excited to see the parks being open again, and really excited to see people starting to enjoy themselves again. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay positive. Well, you always are the positive one out of all of us. In fairness, you know you always well you like Encanto. So, um, Susan, John, have you got any others? I have one more. Go on then. John's got one more. 
Disneyland Paris's 30th anniversary celebrations are lazy. Well, I don't, I'm not sure that's unpopular, I'll be honest. <laughs> lazy. They have, they are taking the pandemic and they have used it to their advantage for the 30th anniversary. Yeah. Oh, including I... um, Avengers Campus. Yeah. Uh, restarting the parades and restarting the nighttime show and calling that as part of your 30th anniversary celebrations is disgustingly lazy. <laughs> yeah, they've had this amount of time as well as what, like, what have they done with it? But I, I get, <laughs> I right. get that, you know, that there, there was no income to the parks for no, such a long there time. Wasn't, no. And so I get that they're probably going to have to scale it back. Totally yeah, yeah, yeah. That. But don't, don't use things that were going to happen anyway and say oh look what we're doing as part of the 30th anniversary yeah. we're bringing back the nighttime show yeah. the nighttime show that nobody likes it, it, that's, well, if, uh, <laughs> they, yeah. they could have reworked it and brought it back i think as, as gwen still calls it fake dreams um it's awful that's, that's her name that's what she calls it. do we have to watch fake dreams when we go uh that's no we don't um, no, I, I, I don't think, I'm not convinced that is unpopular. I think, you know, everyone has, has sort of said, you know, yes, I think there is part of the fact that they've not had any income come in and, and, you know, that has hindered a lot of what they wanted to do. But at the same time, yeah, you can't turn around and say bringing back things that already existed as part of an anniversary parade. Um, but there you go. Um, had this not happened, Avengers Campus would be open in Paris. Yes. And, be, and we'd be one year out from Frozen Land opening. So I think oh, to then you know what? I don't have a thought of that. campus part of your yeah. 30th anniversary celebration. I just think it's lazy. Yeah, fine. I agree with this, and to the point that I'm going less times than I had planned this year. Yeah. Because yeah. Of I want to like, go on launch on March the 6th. Not interested. Yeah, I had every intention of being there in March well, you for the launch at, of it. You but... look at the 25th anniversary, and we were there. You know, me and Susan stayed in a dive in uh, the back end of France uh, for the 25th <laughs> yeah. anniversary. My word! Uh, and we, hours. you know, we were we were outside the park at whatever stupid time it was, and you know, it was at 6 a.m. We were there for. Just, yeah, and I still have such strong vivid memories of that anniversary, and that was done so well, and the amount of stuff that was done for that. You get to the thirtieth, and I know they can't make every anniversary a massive anniversary, but the difference between those two is huge. Anyway, Susan, have you got any more? Well, it kind of links in a little bit, I guess, with John's unpopular opinion. Yep. It's only like the minute like, I've gone in depth with the thirtieth, um, but I'm really not liking Nicki Minnie's outfits for the thirtieth. <laughs> Is it Stella McCartney like, designed them? Am I right thinking that? Oh, that that was a whole that. Oh, don't even get me started. I don't think this one is that's, that's something different. That's um, the pajamas. That's the that right. Like pajamas. That's the one. That's what I'm thinking of. That was really cute. But I, I'm pretty. I usually am positive with the outfits. Um, but this one, I don't like their 30th. I think because it reminds me a little bit of the 50th, uh, with Nikki's like top hat and that iridescent e glow. Um, but I don't really like Minnie's outfit. It's like weird, this weird hoop skirt space outfit. I'm not sure if I'm living for it. <laughs> Do you remember by the ears? Let's put it that way. I quite <laughs> like Definitely them. Definitely a boot from Susan. That's not a toot. That's a boot. <laughs> that's a boot. I would a give them a toot. I quite like them. Oh, I, I have to say, I yeah, quite miss, like them. I don't positive. like the pyjamas, but I do quite like the 30th outfits. Just because I like the iridescent, like lots of different colours. I like that they've all got a slightly yeah. different... Like lead colour. I have no opinion. Okay. Me in fashion. <laughs> nah, I don't know. 
I'm not fashionable. It's fine. Uh, okay, so that's our kind of um, unpopular opinions. The last thing we really wanted to talk about today was how are we kind of getting back into our, our Disney fix in 2022? Uh, and what we're planning on doing to sort of try and return our Disney experiences to normal. Katie might as well start us off because Katie's well and truly already sort of started doing this already. Um, so what have uh, you done so far? Um, so a little bit. I've started, I've tried to start the year off strong. Um, I don't have any actual firm plans for the rest of the year, but I have some kind of up in the air plans. Um, so I guess I kind of, this is not really 2022, but I kind of ended 2021 with a Disneyland Paris trip which was the first time that I'd been able to get back into the parks for a couple of years um, and was amazing. It was really lovely to be back. Um, it was totally different because obviously there was mask wearing and travel was a little bit more difficult, um, but it was really lovely to be back in the parks. And it's given me, I think, a little bit more confidence for going back to the parks this Fair. year. So I am hoping for some more trips. Um, I did start off the year with multiple trips to the theater to see Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Um, so which I'm absolutely in love with that show completely. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. The effects and everything were brilliant. Um, and the cast did so well. They've battled through so many kind of difficult, all of them have had COVID at various different <laughs> times. Yeah. So all of the cast have played, you know, two or three different parts um, in that show. And like every time I saw it, it was fantastic. And I left the theater just wanting to watch it again. So that's been a really nice like start to the year for me. Um, for the rest of the year, let's say no firm plans, but a few kind of up in the air plans. I do want to get to Disneyland Paris for the 30th, although like we've just said, I'm not going to be there for the launch, which was originally my plan. Yeah. I'm thinking now of waiting until the summer. So I do have an annual pass. I bought an annual pass when I went in December. Um, so I definitely want to go and get some use out of that um, before the end of the year. But I'm thinking of holding on now for Avengers Campus, which I'm pretty excited about, um, which I think you know, that's going to be a really big and really good addition for Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Um, and I guess beyond that, it's maybe trying to squeeze in a couple of Disneyland Paris trips before the end of the year, really, if I can. Um, and then thinking about where we might want to go next year. And I've also, after having gone on a couple of staycation cruises, I've been eyeing up a couple of Disney cruises because I've kind of caught the bug for that. So I've got my eye on the Norwegian Fjords cruise, right. which goes in September. Yeah. So I'm kind of tie in with the idea of maybe a little slightly last minute booking for that um or maybe next year because we did buy um one of the bounce back offers when we were on the staycations so and you get two years to use that so i think there will be a disney cruise in my future at some point but i'm just not 100 percent sure when okay fair enough uh, and i will tell you that uh the disney cruise you'll go on next time will be even better than the one you've just done uh, this is what I'm hoping. I love done, the staycation cruises. Having so. done cruises in the past, the staycation cruise for me didn't quite live up to the expectation that I hoped purely for the fact that the cruises I did in the past have got everything and this one didn't have everything. So by the time you go again, the whole shebang will be going on. Um, it's a shame it's on the smaller ship, but that's by the by. It's still a Disney cruise and it will still be amazing. So going on a full-blown one with everything back to normal will be, will be amazing. So you'll enjoy that. Uh, John, what have we got planned? Anything? Uh, same as Katie, nothing firm. Um, a few up in the air, air things. Um, I'm going to see the Lion King. I was supposed to see the Lion King in January, but my sister is pregnant, and she was a bit funny about going and sitting mm -hmm. with the, with kind of with the the 
the way Omicron was right, ripping through the country. Yeah. My sister lives on the Isle of Man, so it's relatively unscathed here. Um, so she was a bit anxious about going to the UK. So we postponed that trip. So I've got Lion King to look forward to in September. Um, and I was supposed to be going to Disney World in September, but kind of harkens back to Katie's controversial opinion. I've kind of put a veto on that simply right. based on the fact that I don't think you get your money's worth. Okay. Um, so then hopefully there will still there will be a, some kind of a Disney trip in September because I do have 16 days booked off to accommodate this trip. But if I'm honest, I'm hoping to go West Coast rather than East Coast. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then I would like to, as Katie said, I think I'd like to go to Disneyland Paris, just squeeze in a little a little weekend or what I call a hospitality weekend, which is mm -hmm. a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, to just squeeze in a little trip to Paris to just get myself back in the magic. Yeah. And then, but I think I'll hold off to the summer um, and try and see Avengers Campus, wait till that's opened and get to experience that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's it. That's all I've kind of really, yeah, nothing firm, but a few possibilities. And you've seen The Lion King already, haven't you? I've seen The Lion King, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's, I've seen... I think if there's been a Disney show on the stage, I've seen it now. Right, okay, yeah. fair enough, yeah. Oh, well, that, that was my reason me. for Bednobs. Well, Newsies is coming as well to London. So yes. That. Yeah, I saw that uh, pop up on uh, Facebook this week. And there's been talk. So the first I heard of Newsies coming to London was 2018. Uh, I was on a trip to London. We went to Pineapple Dance Studios. I'm not a dancer. Um, and there was some fly there was a flyer on the wall saying they were looking for people to come and workshop Newsies uh, for a possible West End opening. Um, and that was 2018. I thought, right, God, brilliant, Newsies is coming. And then it sort of went very, very quiet. And then this week they finally announced, after, what, nearly four years, um, that uh, hopefully it's going to be coming. So that would be good. News I don't know whether you've seen Newsies. Uh, I've seen... I've seen um I've seen it when they did it in the cinema. They did the show that's on right. Disney Plus. They yeah, did yeah. that in the Yeah, so I've watched it Disney Plus, uh, but yeah. I've not actually seen it live, but hopefully we'll now but be yeah, able to so do so. Yeah, I'll see that. I've got The Lion King and then hopefully a couple of little trips to Disney Parks. Fab. Susan. Yeah, same way. Nothing's all concrete. I'm hoping in June to go to uh, Disneyland uh, Pride because uh, that's back on. It's, it was postponed tw two years in a row. Yeah. So... Hopefully this time it's on. They've you know put it all on social media now, so hopefully no going back. The tickets are uh, still available, so I'm hoping to you know to head on out there before they all sort of sells out. Nothing's like concrete because obviously trying to work out um, prices and everything like that. Because everything's still shot up, even though like you know COVID's way in their mind been and gone. Um, yeah. But I do really want to head out there, regardless for the 30th. Being 30 this year myself, it only makes sense that, you know, all this merch is for me. Obviously. <laughs> so, um, so the goal is 100% to go out there this year for the 30th and get at least something 30. <laughs> well, I suppose you've obviously got the wedding and everything going on, so you've got that all in the works as well. So uh, you're already going to be a little bit busy. Uh, yeah, exactly, in terms of like with budgeting. So if, if it's going to be a Disneyland Paris trip, it's probably going to only be like a, a two-nighter at most yeah. or a one-nighter if possible, just literally the whistle tour. <laughs> Luckily, like, you know, where I live, it's just either uh, Eurostar or a 
yeah. or a plane, which is just only nice. like an hour. So, you know, it's not too much. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to head out there at least for one to two nights. I mean, I, I have spoken to Liam and it may be guys on the cards that Disney may be for honeymoon. Which one? <laughs> Don't know. Wow. But I, I've, I've Keep pushing. Keep pushing. He'll love it. Because <laughs> they've got... Do it. Um... Disney honeymoons are the best. Do it. Well, so let me tell you this, right? I'm oh. a man at the moment for my best friend's 40th. Uh, and her brother got married a few years ago. 2019, her brother got married. And his now wife said, I want to go to Disney for our honeymoon. And he said, no, we go to Disney every year. Let's do something different. The minute they started their honeymoon, he went, I wish we'd gone to Disney. <laughs> there you go then. So. <laughs> throw that. Throw that at him. Throw that at him. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, where where um, did they go in sport? Were they on their honeymoon? And he, then he said that. Where were they? In... Yeah, they went to New, they went to New York and they went to they did a cruise around Hawaiian Islands. And yeah, even when he was there, he was like, "I wish we'd gone to Disney." <laughs> Pro, uh, Pride this year it was Mika headlining Pride this year. Isn't it? Mika yeah. headlining. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, worth yeah. going just for that. He was headlining in the 2021. So yeah. Um, yeah. I have to take my hat off to him for sticking to that contract. That's really good of him. Yeah, it's pretty, he's, he's not doing much else at the minute, let's be honest. Uh, but yeah, I'd see Mika, that'd be quite cool. Uh, what have you got planned? Me? Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in just over a month, I am finally, my God, it's taken so long, I am finally getting to go to Disneyland. Um, so, <laughs> honestly, Paris. so... <laughs> no, Disneyland photo, no. So for, for years and years, Disneyland's always been the dream. Always wanted to go. Always hoped I could go. Never had the opportunity. So my wonderful wife who decided for my 40th birthday she would surprise me by booking a trip to LA and to Anaheim. And uh, obviously the pandemic started to kick in. Uh, she'd spoken to John. John had been involved in this for some time. Don't you wave at me. Uh, and been involved in this for some time. <laughs> and uh, it got to march and obviously the country all closed down and then it got to summer and it seemed that nothing was going to change and it got to about october time and she turned around to me and she said look i've got to tell you something because i have to say because i don't think it's going to happen said for uh, your birthday for your 40th birthday i'd booked to take you to disneyland california for your first ever trip which you know like obviously this is amazing um we're going to go over Christmas, so we're going to be there for the whole Christmas season, all that sort of stuff. And then obviously it got closer and closer and it became quite apparent that, that was never going to happen. So that was obviously cancelled and we rebooked it for last summer in the hope that maybe uh, the country would reopen, might be able to go somewhere. But then obviously the summer got closer and closer and closer. And once again, it became apparent that while we were starting to open up a little bit more, uh, America definitely weren't going to let us back in. It just wasn't anywhere near that happening. So we finally rebooked it for Easter in the hope that we could finally go over Easter. And uh, it looks like, fingers crossed, nothing changes, that uh, in, in just over a month's time, I'll finally get to go to, to Disneyland in California. So, yeah, heading out there. Uh, so doing a week in L.A. So we're going to go and do all the sites in L.A., I'm hoping and hoping and praying that while we're in Los Angeles, we're actually going to go up to Griffiths Park because I want to go and ride the carousel in Griffith Park because that was where really it all started. And I don't care how long it takes me to get there. 
that's absolutely on the bucket list of things to go and do so we're going to go and do that while we're in uh, in la go to universal go to warner Bros. all that sort of stuff and then uh, the second week we're there it is literally a week in disneyland we've got five days in total all booked and sorted um so spend obviously lots of time in the park gonna go and do the walking walks footsteps while we're there uh, oh, because that's dumb. like I've, I've got to it just absolutely got to and just by sheer luck originally so john texted me last week and said what date are you in disneyland and i originally thought you were going to say i've booked i'll meet you there i thought you were coming across and i said you know obviously this is our last day and you went right you've got a decision to make then because by by sheer luck the last day we are in disneyland california is the day that main street electrical world of color and disneyland forever debut again since the pandemic happened so We've got some decisions to make. Uh, for me, World of Colours is the absolute priority. We've got to do that, and then whatever else we get in after that as well, it'll be amazing. So that is ultimately the, the Disney plan at the moment. I'd also like to get out to Disneyland Paris for the 30th if we've got the opportunity to do so. We will see what happens with that because we've already got so many other plans that we're now catching up with, with things that you had sort of booked for the past two years. But fingers crossed, uh, I'd like to go out there. But yeah, honestly, I, I, I can't be more excited for for finally getting to California and seeing. so excited for you and the other half is really jealous <laughs> <laughs> you know and and I've got to put it into perspective you know I'm not necessarily going to get to see everything that I really really wanted to see you know the original Phantasmic's not going to be on until May sadly Pirates of the Caribbean will be shut for refurb while we're there so I'm not going to get to do that original Pirates either but like I'm going to get to do pretty much everything else and see everything else and you know that for me is more than enough because uh yeah, genuinely like. I'm also really so glad long. you're doing the walking waltz. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'd, I've, I, I've got to. Uh, in 2019, with Charlotte Ruff, and the two of us were in absolute bits for about an hour afterwards. We couldn't even look at each other because we just kept laughing. <laughs> no, I've, I've got to. You know, it's it's just one of those things that it it is like the original. It's the things. It's going. It's just just going to Disney Department. You know, forget the rest of it. That would just be amazing. So yeah. Uh, I've I can't I've tried to book it but I can't without ringing them up and I've emailed them but they haven't got back to me damn Disney uh, so we'll probably sort that when we get there and then do that one day but yeah really excited so like super excited um, so yeah that's that's me that's that's my plans but yeah I can't wait and no doubt I'll uh, keep you all informed on what's going on and let you know and all that sort of stuff. I doubt yeah. there'll be a good and like bad and ugly. I don't think there's going to be a bad and an ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. There might be. Who knows? I've uh, be pleased to know, John. Uh, take your advice. I have booked uh, Cafe Orleans for my Monte Cristo. The that's, Monte Cristo. It's that's so good. In and done, and that's sorted. Uh, other than that, we looked at some bits and pieces, but we can't decide. But that one's absolutely in for like the first day we're in Disneyland. Uh, we are going to be there over Easter, which well, is going to be rammed. But I'll take it. It's fine. I'll absolutely take it. So it's all good. You're with Disney? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to Disney. Do I need any more? So it's all good. And the thing is, though, is yes, it's Easter holidays, but people are still working. And remember, Disneyland is a locals park. Absolutely. And it tends to be busier at the weekends and in the evenings. So if you're there all day, then you're usually pretty good in the day. Yeah, so we're obviously there Easter weekend, so that'll be busier. But during the week, I'm hoping it'll then be a little bit quieter. The Friday, I think, when they debut all the shows and stuff oh, i reckon i'll probably get busier as the day goes on and it'll be you know we'll be lying in the streets for hours yeah so we'll get there early and just get in and do what we can do and that's it really but yeah um can't wait 
very excited. Um, I don't know. I don't know when it comes back if it'll be the same. But when you do World of Color, you have to get a fast pass for it. Yes, that's what I plan on doing. So we, we luckily we've booked our entry park to be California Adventure on that day, so we can yeah. get in there and try and get if the fast pass is still going a fast pass on that day, and then hopefully guarantee ourselves a space in order. Well, to when we get when you get close to the time, I'll give you the little tips and techniques to get the best spot. Fabulous. See, it's helpful, isn't it, my little tour guide? I love it. Well, there you go. That's it ladies and gentlemen uh oh. say that's done with and we're still close to an hour even though we said it probably wasn't going to be as long oh, as we not, you know what i like we're horrendous but uh thank you for joining us as always it's lovely to have everybody here and to uh and to talk to everybody and it's lovely to be back after what is what nearly two years away uh but uh, thank you for joining us uh, don't don't email us at radio disneybrit.com anymore turns out it doesn't work it broke and i don't know how to fix it so we can't use that anymore so it's just disneybrit at hotmail.com now we use that one instead so if you want to get in touch with us feel free slide into our dms yeah i'll slide into our dms on instagram on twitter on the lot we're just everywhere now uh but we're back so we'll be back again next month we'll be uh, coming back at the end of march doing a show then where i will be unable to contain myself because it'll like be a week or something stupid like that, which is mad. Uh, but yeah, that's it from us. Thank you very much for joining us. As always, it's lovely to have you with us. And we'll be back in a month's time when hopefully we'll have Gareth as well. So uh, thank you very much, John. Thank you. Thank you very much, Katie. Hey. Thank you very much, Susan. You're welcome. And we will see you in a month's time with episode 233. Oh, it's good to be back, guys. It really is. See you soon. Jenny got to interrupt because they are all dancing on screen. It's hilarious. Just a lot of them. They've never seen them so happy. Yeah.